Right, we are still stationed here outside the city hall here in Cape Town. It's 23 minutes before 11 o'clock. This is where the State of the Nation address will be taking place later this evening. We're expecting the president to speak at 7 p.m. Uh, tonight. Normally, he doesn't really start at 7 p.m. because there are some disruptions uh, by the EFF. We're expecting similar disruptions, even though Parliament has come up uh, with some new rules that are meant to, to prohibit um, members of the of Parliament from raising issues that are unnecessary and have got nothing to do with what's happening today. We spoke to the Deputy Speaker of the National Assembly earlier, Lechisa Tsenodi. If you've got some reaction to that conversation, uh, please give us a call 011-883-0702. You can send your WhatsApps as well on 072-702-1702. So, as we are stationed here outside, as I said, there are many people that we see uh, there are parliamentary staff members, there are members of the opposition, but there are also members of the ANC and members of the sixth administration. And right now, I am standing next to the Minister of Justice, Ronald Lamola. Minister, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, yourself? I'm good. So, I would say fresh from The Hague, but not so because it's been a couple of, well, what, a month and over a month now. Um, how important was South Africa? actually taking up this case to the ICJ? Uh, I think it was one of those seismic moments uh, in our um, um, human rights fight as a, as a constitutional democracy. As you are aware, um, the, 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 the genocide convention uh, was domesticated um, uh, here uh, uh, by uh, the in 1998 by our former Minister of Justice. And um, we have, uh, it was a really good working relations with the DERCO and all the international players to take this. I think if uh, you have not seen government coordination and working as a unit, I think this was a brilliant example of it. And um, it was also a very good message to the international community that um, we all have an obligation to stand on the side of um, um, uh, the vulnerable people anywhere in the world, in particular the children and the women in Palestine. So that was, uh, for us, um, a, a very important uh, moment because, um, we, as I said, we're standing on the shoulders of giants like Mandela, Dulaoma. But also, it's um, when you look at some of the cases, even of genocide, the Rwandan one, where we did not act because of our elections, and also some of the cases like MEMA, uh, when, 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 when the courts intervened, it was almost uh, uh, at the cutting edge or the end of the, this thing. So this was a timely intervention where the world in unison can act together to stop it from happening. So uh, often when I take calls about you know, the successes of that case in the ICJ, some listeners would call in and ask about the issue of uh, consistency and they'll ask, if our government respects and adores international law so much, why is it not applicable when it comes to Russia, for instance, where also kids have been killed, where people have been displaced in Ukraine? And yes, the president has taken a delegation, an African delegation there to try um, and broker peace between Ukraine and, and Russia. But we haven't seen the same stamina and the same determination um, to, to get Russia to be held accountable. Why is that? No, 
the president has uh, acted as you are saying uh, i mean it is the same determination he has to go on almost a 10-hour train where um, in a war zone not safe and all that to engage um, with the president of uh, of ukraine to also go and engage with the president of russia it was a very risky mission far worse than uh, us going to a peaceful <laughs> holland and the Hague. so the same determination has been there by the government of south africa in the, in the ukraine and the russia um matter and um, we we have stood uh, even there by international law uh, if you read all the speeches by the president it has been very clear that um, there must be a ceasefire there must be a return of the children and all that and all these messages he communicated it both to the president of ukraine and also to putin himself so there is indeed um, an ongoing diplomatic process even in that regard and even in the african continent i mean our soldiers are participating in mozambique in a peacekeeping mission there where, with regards to this to the south of mozambique um and um, and the, in the drc you, you have seen some of them were shot um in the in in, in south sudan so we, we we continue to contribute even in the african continent who are the biggest peacekeeping mission country in the african continent and uh, domestically i mean 99 uh, of our budget is spent here in south africa so two questions on that one is there no option then to then take russia to court for violating international law is that not an option um but also two if really you believe that there must be a respect of even the sovereignty of countries why did south africa then vote against i mean they were in the united nations there were some resolutions calling for Russia to stop um bombarding you've taken some question of of the west um, with regards to russia you will know that even with the icc they they quickly issued a, a warrant of arrest uh, for 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 putin but they've not issued a warrant of arrest for for netanyahu and that investigation in palestine has been more than 20 years far beyond the 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 russian uh, 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 and Ukraine uh, matter. So those are issues that I also raised when I met with the prosecutor and he did acknowledge that indeed they are slow but they are working on it. I, I, I hope <laughs> they will finally act now with the, with the, with the decisions of the, of the ICJ because that will also help them to have the necessary information. So we also have an obligation and a duty to, to call out the double standards which um, you have also seen uh, with the with the ICJ matter by the mainstream media uh, across the globe. So we, we, we have also on this matter uh, in our voting uh, at the UN, we have, we, although we abstained, but we have still stated that we believe in that case the, 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 the best way forward is a, it's a peacekeeping mission that is mediated that must happen. But with regards to, to the current uh, conflict in, in Palestine and Israel, all those have failed. There have been lots of resolutions of the UN dating back to many, many years ago. Speaking of Israel and, and Palestine, you were on an interview recently on BBC Hard Talk and the anchor there um, asked you about the rise in anti-Semitic attacks in, in South Africa. And I, I mean, you dismissed that. Did you ever get a, an explanation? Because, I mean, I may, I'm sure you've seen a lot of journalists have been asking, um, where did they get that report that there's a rise in anti-Semitic attacks? And I know the Jewish Board of Deputies released a statement saying in their records they are. 
But did you ever get clarity as to whether in this country since October 7, people have actually been attacked, like Jewish people? Yeah, indeed, it's, uh, it's nonsense. It, it must be really dismissed. There is no such a thing. Uh, it has never been reported to any law enforcement uh, authority in South Africa that uh, there is such a, a thing. And yourself, you live here. You know that there is no targeted campaign sponsored by the South African government uh, to, to attack any group, race, or anyone. We, we, we are a secular state. We encourage people to live in a constitutional democracy. And uh, the Jewish people, they, they, they live their normal life in this country, even participated, participating in the mainstream of our economy. Their social life is undisturbed, their religious activities and all that. So even at The Hague, when we made our submission, we were very clear that our submission is against the Zionist state of Israel. Um, it's not against uh, the Jewish as a people. And um, we, 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 that's what we're dealing with, is how they are handling the situation in Gaza, their military operations and all that. It is not, um, as we said, about um, the Jewish as a people. And you can see even Jews across the globe, uh, even in, 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 in the U.S., they say it cannot happen in their name, such kind of... Um, a, a, a genocide and things because they are survivors of holocaust so that is our program how worried are you about the do you think let me ask it this way do you think there'll be consequences to your decision as the south african government to go to the icj because the president uh, when he wrapped up the nec meeting he said we you must be aware that there may be some reactions by other countries that may even involve them getting involved in regime change is that a legitimate concern yeah, it is a legitimate concern. We are ready, and as you are aware, the president was ready our own uh, members to ready themselves to be vigilant, to act um, in unison, to defend and protect um, the constitution and our democracy. And um, it's uh, it's not far fetched if you look um, if you uh, in in any parts of the globe. Some sometimes there is um, interference with elections, so it is not far fetched. But we believe that. Um, um, uh, we, we run a credible institution, uh, the IEC has run uh, credible elections in the past uh, years and we believe even this will be credible we just need to protect them to be vigilant and ensure that even ourselves in our um, political campaigns and programs we remain vigilant to protect the constitution. Alright, Ronald Lamola, the Minister of Justice, thank you so much uh, for making time for us it's 12 minutes now before 11 o'clock